This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the cattle markets for Friday, March 8th. Well, we had the cattle markets uh, finding some strength yesterday, especially in the feeders as we just kind of pushed higher, bouncing right off of uh, trend line supports from the previous day. So pretty impressive performance yesterday. After seeing a fair amount of pressure on Wednesday, the market snapped back and give a, a, a strong performance throughout the session on Thursday. Live cattle were higher as well. In fact, uh, the back months back up to contract highs. The front months not quite there, but still a, a pretty impressive performance in the live cattle trade as well. But most of the activity and strength was in feeder cattle. Now, cash trade has been getting rolling this week. We sold about 4,000 head, which is a pretty good number and certainly enough to establish a market at around 128.5 on the Fed trade. That's up about a half from last week. Dress trade appears to be centering, settling in around 205, and that'd be unchanged from last week. Box beef values yesterday were stronger. Choice up 111 at 226, select up 17 at 219. The spread is at 750, movement 106 loads. Export sales yesterday were stellar, a great number yesterday 24,700 tons sold. Japan took 7,700 of that. South Korea took 11,000 of that. So those two key Southeast Asian markets that we you know, managed to reopen here a few years back, they have by far been our biggest customers. And uh, they're really stepping it up here as well. Now that could be an aberration. You know, Export sales haven't been all that impressive, but uh, certainly lining up very well from last week. We also had a cold storage report out yesterday. Total all red meat from last month up 7% from last year, down 1%. In beef, we were higher on both of those. Beef cold storage last month up 3% and up 2% from a year ago. In pork, we're up 11% from last month, down 3% from last year. And in chicken, down 4% from last month, down 4% from last year. So kind of uh, chew on those numbers for a while, but it looks like the pork had the most kind of uh, changes with stocks up 11% over a month ago, but down 3% from last year. Um, and of course, uh, the pork situation, the African swine fever that's spreading pretty fast across the uh, Eastern Asia, there are fears and, you know, rumors now and then that they're finding it up in Canada. That has not been confirmed, but certainly they're they're worried about it coming over into North America. This is re significantly reducing uh, the pork demand out of the Southeast Asian markets. It's also leading to a lot of culling, of course, of hogs and de decreasing feed demand for there. So that's kind of disrupting some of that as well. And that's probably why you're seeing the, the beef exports really ramp up here, especially out of South Korea. Uh, they're going to be right in that mix of uh, potential damage from that. So they're probably shoring that up, you know, trying to get ahead of that uh, issue. But nevertheless, it's um, it's something that's ultimately, I think, longer term bullish to the cattle market. It's hard to know how big of an impact that will be, especially when much of the cattle market is dependent on domestic demand and, and what's going on internally. Export sales, again, had been fairly lackluster, but if they're going to pick up because of that, then that that does cast a, a, a much different fundamental picture to the cattle market, where we were looking at seasonal pressure as we got into late March, probably especially into April and May. 
Now that's because the, the the winter weather has been so stressful for the cattle feeding much of the cattle, not all of it, but much of it throughout the last three months that it's disrupted much of the marketings and the placement patterns. We were expecting to see quite a bit of bunched up cattle coming out as we got into the month of April. Maybe, and that's still going to be there. That's not going to change. The weights well could be lighter just simply because there's been such prolonged stress. Feedlots may just opt to, you know, it's going to be difficult to get the weights back on, but you're still going to see big numbers. Now, if export sales are going to pick up the pace like they did last week, that that really paints a much different picture because you will pull much of that excess beef production into the export channels and that will take a fair amount of pressure off the market. So this is something we're going to be watching. And the African swine fever is pretty much the pinpoint of, of how you're going to be doing that. Now also Australia's had a fair amount of herd liquidation and much of that excess beef moved into China and the Asian market. So that could be coming to an end as well. So maybe we're going to see export demand pick up just in time for the U.S. to really need to open up another market outlet for what we expect will be a fairly substantial increase in beef production over the next couple months. That would be that would be pretty cool to see, so we'll see how that progresses. The feeder cattle, as I've talked about uh, quite often, I think has a pretty bullish fundamental picture on its own as we move through these next few months. The weather will get warmer, believe it or not, and feedlots will get in in better shape. And I think there's going to be just a, a surge in demand for feeder cattle. I think that's why, even though we get these pullbacks in feeders, you know, the market seems to always stall at these trading range highs, which is a very well-defined trading range. And it gives us that opportunity to make pretty solid projections if you break out of that range. And I think feeders are going to break out to the upside here ultimately and push their way higher through April, likely targeting that typical early May seasonal window when you tend to put in a high. And I I see the fundamentals lining up that we could have that seasonal and have it be a pretty strong seasonal from uh, a, a kind of pent up demand and bunched up demand for feedlots. At the same time, you're you're warming up in the southern and central plains and there's plenty of moisture down there. So grass growth should be very good. And that that bodes well for demand from 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 the the cattle guy in the plains looking for calves to put on grass so it's this is I, th- I think there's a lot of potential to the upside in feeders at least in the short term over the next couple months beyond that you know it gets a little more dicey but we're worried about what's in front of us now and uh, if you get a big run could set up some opportunities to to lay on some hedges for those deferred uh, feeder cattle markets but I think for the short term it looks uh, pretty positive. If you have any questions feel free to call me at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.